Hi, listeners. During our time of isolation, we have also stayed away from the radio studio, so I will be repeating some shows for a few weeks from 2016 and 2017. I hope you enjoy them and continue to listen to KBXL 94.1. Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, it's another day. Can you believe it? <laughs> I can believe it. I hope your day is going well so far. I know it's very early for some of you. For some of us, we've been up a long time. I'm an early riser, so I'm up and rolling long before this time, but I'm glad to be able to share with you uh, the truth of the Word of God. And I thank you for always listening and for being patient. Some of you have listened for years and years, and others of you are brand new listening. Hey, I'm very grateful. And I certainly hope that each of you are involved in a church family. And if you're not, I certainly invite you to Cloverdale Church of God, the church I pastor. I've been the pastor almost 29 years now, and God has blessed us mightily. And we have a number of our churches, pretty much a community church with about every kind of denominational background you can imagine. But we come together for one purpose, to bring glory and praise to our Lord Jesus Christ and to serve him mightily. But I want you to be involved in a church somewhere. And I believe many probably are. And if you are, support your church. Don't be a church hopper. You stay with your church. You back them. You get involved. You do everything you can to see the kingdom of God move forward and the power of God be uh, unfolded. And I'm telling you this, uh, we need people to serve. You serve in your church. You get a hold of your pastor, say, Pastor, I want to serve. You get a hold of what I don't know how your hierarchy works, but just say, you know, I want to be a servant of the things of God because we need our churches to explode. We need the power of God to be so lifted up that the Holy Spirit moves that we fill all our churches with people so desiring to serve the living God. And I'm so grateful to be a pastor. I'm grateful how God has worked in our church, and I know that He has great things in store. But I'm, but I'm just, I'm not. I'm really have a hard time self advertising uh, our church because I just, I just want people involved in a church. But I do say this: if you're comfortable, if you don't know anybody, and you want to come to a positive church, our church is very positive, and I'd love to talk with you. So anyway, with that said, I want to get into the Word of God, and I want to have a word of prayer. Our Heavenly Father, I thank you. I thank you and I praise you for being my God and my Savior and my Heavenly Father who loves me so very much. And Lord, you even put up with me, even though sometimes I may do corny things. Lord, I may say corny things. I may not even get things across on the radio as I ought. But God, use me. Strengthen me in my weakness. Give me power to overcome those things that come, those things that come my way. And Lord, give us Give us peace in the midst of the storm. Lord, I know many people out there, including myself over the years, have gone through grief and gone through struggles. And Lord, I pray that your peace would overwhelm your people. Oh God, if there's one listening today that does not know you as their Lord and Savior, they've never given their life to you and never said, Jesus, I believe in you. Lord, I pray today they would make that prayer, that Lord, you would forgive them of their sins. You'd come into their life. You'd change their lives forever. Oh God, move in our lives today. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Amen. Well, folks, I want to get into Luke, which much of Luke you see Jesus uh, sharing. And, you know, he he talks about, you know, he talks in the Mount, the Beatitudes, uh, to the many people listening. And he says some things. I'm going to read a piece of that. And I'm going to talk, focus on, on several things. But let me just get into Luke chapter um, 6, verses twenty through 26. I'm going to read those very quickly. I'm not going to elaborate much on that. And then I want to get into the next part, which I want to elaborate more on. 
he says this. He's looked right at the disciples. He said, blessed are those who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who hunger now, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, when they exclude you and insult you and reject your name as evil because of the Son of Man. Rejoice in the day and leap for joy because great is your reward in heaven, for that is how your ancestors treated the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have already received your comfort. Woe to you who are well fed now, for you will go hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you then, everyone speaks as well of you, for that is how their ancestors treated the false prophets. Well, what's he trying to do here? What's he trying to get across here? Well, the importance of the poor, of course. And the importance, and it's not easy for the rich to make it in life, not reaching for the rich to make it to heaven because they're so concentrated on the riches. And you know, folks, you I know you know this, that the poorest people in the States are rich in many foreign lands, are very wealthy. Those that are even on welfare here are much better shape than those that are in third world countries. I was, I'll never forget being in Mexico and being at a, at a bit of small church and people's houses were dirt floors and it was just amazing. I had never seen such poverty, trash on, on the side of the mountains and road as you're going up to the place. And this church was singing praises to the Lord and they were, they're happy. The people were happy people. They didn't know what it was like. They had no other way to know life as we know it. And my heart broke. I thought, Man, we don't even know how well we have it. And then they were doing talking about their missionary. They supported a missionary in southern Mexico. And I said to the pastor Felipe, I said, "What do you mean you support? You guys don't have any. How do you support them? Oh no, we we take them. We go. We take them stuff because they're really poor." And I thought they're poor. Do you? He said, "Oh, these people are really poor. They, they, they didn't. They don't have food to eat at all, and they're starving in there." And I'm thinking, "Are you kidding me?" I'm telling you what. I came to a quick reality check. People, we are wealthy. We are wealthy in this world, in this nation. And we have, you know, that's why giving is so important. I, I talk from time to time on giving because the Word of God is so clear. Man, we have, but but we hold on. We hoard. We don't want, we have, like I said, in, in churches, 20% of people actually tithe. 20%. One out of every five families. Everybody, there's about 70 or 80% that maybe give a dime or two or a dollar here, a dollar there. But people have not grasped a hold of the whole the the whole desire of God that we give first to Him, we give first to the kingdom and, I'm, and the kingdom of heaven and the things of God, the kingdom of this earth that that we're all a part of, and that we we uh, help others. It's so nice in our church. Last year we gave one hundred and fourteen thousand dollars to missions, and you say, well, that's not much or that's a lot. I don't know how you might think it. It doesn't matter the amount, but it, but it changed a bunch of lives all over the world and all over the Treasure Valley because people gave. You know, 15, 17, 18% of our, our budget goes towards missions to try to change and help lives. And yet, many times people, they don't want to give. This is, I think it's kind of weird when I think about it. So we have a house, you know, and I have a house. The only debt I own, I try to be debt-free is I owe, I owe on my house. I make a house, a monthly house payment. And that's the the debt that I owe as far as other than making your normal uh, heat payments and all those kind of things. I don't know any credit cards or any cars or any kind of things because I believe in in being out of debt. But I have to pay that house payment. If I don't make that house payment, then I'm going to lose my house. Well, folks, we have so many people that are involved in churches 
And the churches have to pay their bills. The churches have to pay for their electricity, their gas, their uh, their maintenance, everything. And I don't know. And I don't know how some people think that happens. They think, well, I'll leave it to somebody else. Well, they leave it to the twenty percent that say, hey, you guys, you believe in that, and they they want they want all the benefits of the church. They want all the benefits of when something happens to call the pastor to call somebody, and but yet. They don't want to give. I that that kind of gets me. I, I just I don't. I think it's a spiritual depth issue. But I, and some of you out there listening, maybe you're in that same boat. I mean, you maybe you fall in that category. Well, I would encourage you to give to God first, the very first fruits of what what He gives you, because He has blessed you, and you are a very fortunate people to live in the United States of America. And that's all I'm going to say about that. This isn't a message on tithing. But I want to talk about these next few verses. Isn't it funny how you get off track? Well, I just get frustrated sometimes when I hear stories and I see stories, and even in my own church, and I realize people, you know, they want to live on the fruits of what the church provides, but they certainly they certainly don't feel the call to give. And it's very, very sad. But but God will, God will show people. Just keep trusting, keep looking forward. And if you're a pastor out there, be encouraged. God will provide because he always does. This one, love your enemies. This is what Jesus said. But to you who are listening, I say, Lord, your enemies, do good to those who hate you. Can you believe that? He's telling the people, be good to those who hate you. People, you know that there's people out there who hate you. There's people out there that hate me. People do not like listening to me. There's people that think I've wronged them, I'm sure. There's all sorts of uh, people out there in this world that have these things. And what does he say? He says, blessed are you. Blessed are you who you will forgive them. That you will love them anyway. Bless those who curse you and pray for them if they mistreat you. We have all been mistreated somewhere along in our lives. Every one of us. How often do we pray for those who mistreat us instead of talking about them and how bad they are and how they affect our life and how much stress we have because of them? Oh, I've been guilty too. I've fell victim just like everybody else over the course of time. You get frustrated because of an attitude or a situation. But folks, we've got to learn to pray for them and bless them. He says, if someone slaps you on one cheek, turn to them the other. If someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from them. Isn't that funny? They So they take your coat and he says, Jesus, he's trying to get across the point here. Take off your shirt and give it. Tim, too. He said, I think it's probably heaping coals on his head because then here, you want my coat? Hey, here's my shirt. You know, I hope it, it takes care of you, uh, this kind of thing. He says, give to everyone who asks you. If anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Do unto others as you would have them do to you. Boy, this is grace. What Jesus is talking about here is grace, is unmerited favor, is is going the extra mile. How many of us would go the extra mile for someone else? Do we really take this to heart? Do we really care that much for people? Are we so self-absorbed that it's all about us? Everything's about us. And you know what? I'm telling you what, until we can give of ourselves, I talked about giving income, but giving of ourselves, giving of what God has graciously given us, giving to those that are in need, helping someone you know needs help. You say, well, I don't know if I can do it. Oh, boy. You know, start thinking again of those that have absolutely nothing in this world and how blessed we are. Then he says, if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And how true is that, folks? You know it. Yeah, there are people that love you. It's easy to love them. Your friends, it's easy to love your friends. And those that do good to you, it's easy. But you know what? 
it's not easy to do those uh, do good to those who hurt you. He said, if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that? Even sinners do that, he says. Even sinners. They do that. Anybody does that. What sets you apart? Nothing. People, we've got to stand up. We've got to people who give of ourselves and give everything we have to the Lord, and, and he will bless us. He will, he will bless you. Trust in Him today. I'm going to continue tomorrow. Have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.